0: Um, but, we will continue uh, with, with our other message. So, on Thursday night, as mentioned, we, we celebrated, a, again, another joint service, just the way the calendar fell, uh, but it was Ascension. Uh, ascension is, again, that day where Jesus went into heaven, and Pastor Dermay was preaching that night, and he likened it to a graduation. And, and he, he kind of used the illustration that Jesus' disciples, or the followers, of Jesus were were graduating that they had had spent three years studying at Jesus feet being taught by them and and now they were on their own Uh, Jesus said you you go and make disciples of all nations and that that certainly is a proper application to think about ascension from the disciples perspective you also could say that ascension Jesus ascending into heaven it's kind of like his graduation. That that the word graduation literally means step, like gradual, same idea. And Jesus came down to here and sometimes we even call it the steps of humiliation that he he was born of a virgin Mary and he was or, or conceived by the holy spirit born of the virgin Mary and suffered, died and and buried. And those are the steps of humiliation where he lowered himself. But then we talk about the steps of exaltation where he rose from the dead and then he ascended into heaven. And that, that it was kind of like a graduation because he was done. He was done with his work here on earth. He could go on to the next step. And so when he ascends into heaven, it is, it is this picture that, that he, he accomplished everything that he set out to do, that he was a conqueror. And yet the Apostle Paul In Romans 8, what we're going to be looking at today doesn't just say that Jesus was a conqueror. He also says that every one of you are conquerors. You are more than conquerors. How could he say that? How can we say that? That's really the question of the day. How can we leave here today, walk out that door with all the challenges out there, knowing that we are more than conquerors? And so we're going to be looking at these words from Romans 8, Uh, verse 35 to 37 so it says who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword know in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us so how can we say that really in order to understand and to appreciate that we are more than conquerors we really need to understand and reconsider how we keep score so much of life is keeping score right it, it doesn't matter I'm not just talking athletic contests I mean, think about every day every week how you are are comparing one thing to another and and how do you know that you're winning you know maybe you think you're winning based on your salary or or based on your position at work, or, or, or maybe you think you're winning by the vacations that you can take, or the square footage of your home, or you maybe think you're a conqueror, uh, depending on, on how your life compares to that of your siblings, or something like that. And, and, and we're always making these comparisons. Am I, am I doing better? Am I, am I winning? And, and if we're not comparing ourselves, or keeping score between us and someone else, we're keeping score between two other people. I think about how much of, of life if you're a student you're thinking you're always comparing teacher A to teacher B or maybe you're comparing boss C to boss D or or maybe you're comparing uh, neighbor E to neighbor F or, or you know we just mentioned that we're getting a, a new vicar and so undoubtedly for right or for wrong uh, next year come August you're going to be comparing vicar Schultz to vicar Holtz right and And you're going to make these these comparisons. Who's better at this? Who's better at that? And if you're not comparing people, we often even spend time comparing situations. How does 2022 compare to 2020? Or how does this Memorial Day compare? compared to last Memorial Day. I mean, you just said that when we were talking, drinking coffee before service, right? Oh, yeah, last year Memorial Day was nice, and now it's a little cool, or, or sometimes it's rainy. Uh, you know, we are constantly making these comparisons, keeping score. You know what happens? If we go through life keeping score by the, the scoreboard of the world, we will often find ourselves on the losing end of that scoreboard. Trouble will often have more tally marks than us as we, as we feel the pressures of this world just kind of squashing us. In fact, the word for trouble here, it's one of my favorite Greek words. It's called flipsen. Isn't that a fun word, flipsen? I always think of it like taking a thumb and squashing a bug. But that's how—that's what flipsen, you know, that's what it sounds like. Right? That's sometimes how we feel. The pressures of this world, the troubles of this world, will will just kind of squash us. Or hardships, hardships will will maybe score more goals than us as they they back us into a corner and make us feel like we're in tight spots. Or, or you know, persecution may score more points than us as our as our faith is challenged here and there. Or, or and we famine, famine may may plate more runs than us as as we find ourselves lacking in, in community or friendships or, or happiness, nakedness, danger, sword, those are all the things that, that Paul lists in Romans 8 there. And, and as we go through life, as if we're only using the standards of this world to keep score, we're often going to find we're losing. And if there's anybody who could have felt that same way, It would have been the Apostle Paul, whom God used to write these words. I mean, some of the things that he went through, he was stoned numerous times, sometimes even left for dead after being stoned. He was shipwrecked where he should have died. He he suffered a lot of health issues. He had rejection from people. Uh, His whole life was trouble. And yet he could write, we are more than conquered. How could he write that? Because he wasn't looking at this scoreboard. He was looking at this scoreboard. He was looking at the right scoreboard. He was looking at Jesus' scoreboard. Where Jesus shut out all of his enemies, conquered, beat all of his enemies. That Jesus is the one. Jesus is the one who conquered sin. That's what he came to do. He conquered sin by, by, by living a perfect life and by paying the price on the cross. Jesus is the one who conquered the devil as he, as he smashed the devil's head. Jesus is the one who conquered death as he, as he walked away from the grave. And then on ascension, which we are kind of celebrating this whole weekend, He he proved himself as the conqueror of all things that he could return. And what does he do? As he returns into heaven, he sits at the right hand of God ruling all things for your benefit. Jesus conquered. Jesus won. And because he won, because that's what Jesus' scoreboard looks like, that's what your scoreboard looks like. You can be a conqueror. Because Jesus conquered. But it's not necessarily. Just the score, that matters here, that brings us comfort. What also brings us comfort. Is the time. You know I don't know if you caught it, but when I when I showed a, a, this little graphic of of our scoreboard or, or the scoreboard of life, I have period one. We're down. Meaning mean, we don't know how many, you know, maybe we're playing four periods. Maybe we're playing three periods if you're a hockey fan, right? Um, but we don't know what, what's coming up in the next periods of life. Maybe the next quarter is going to bring kids or a college degree. Maybe the next quarter is going to bring retirement. Maybe the next quarter is going to bring a a move somewhere or a change of jobs. and, And that can often be scary as the uncertainty of the future. But if you look at Jesus' scoreboard, it's end of period four. Game over. In other words, his victory is already in the books, or more specifically, his victory is in the book. And you think about the comfort of that, especially as we experience the losses of life, as we endure trouble and hardship and, and all these losses. And we're going to have losses. We're going to lose. We're going to physically lose people. We, we lose loved ones. We lose a parent. We, we're going to lose jobs. We, we're going to lose happiness. But... As we go through our games to know that Jesus' victory is already there, that, that assures us our victory that we have from him or through him can't go away. No matter what losses you, experiences in, you experience in life, your victory through Christ is already a done deal. So because Jesus conquered, past tense, That is how you can say you are a conqueror today. And so when we think about this this thought that you are more than conquerors, yes, we need to look at the right scoreboard. Look at his scoreboard, not necessarily ours. But it's that second point, too, that's also important. That's to understand just who's on our team. You look at what, what... apostle paul writes here very you know the the verse 35 who shall separate us from the love of christ or verse 37 in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us that you are tied to jesus you are conquerors through jesus that he's on your team you know, and I, th- that aspect that you are constantly connected to Jesus also brings us so much comfort today. I think especially in the mobile society that you and I live in. It, it, correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like we're saying goodbye more than we're saying hello, right? We say goodbye. People go on vacation. People move. Uh, it, it's just like we're, we're really good <laughs> at people leaving. But Jesus says, I'm not leaving. Nothing can separate you from me. Nothing can tear you apart from me. And so you have that comfort today that you are more than conquerors because you are on Jesus' team. And he already won. And nothing's going to change that. And there's maybe one more aspect to look at, and it's that that last line that I think a word worth uh, unpacking a little bit is that word more. That sounds funny, you know, to say we are, what does it mean we are more (laughs) than conquerors? That word more can be very intimidating. Think about how much life is seeking more. We want more, we want more stuff, we want more time, we want more of this, we want more quality of that and and, and we want So we want to and we want to do more. We want to pack more into our calendars. We want to do more, we want to have more. We have to, we have to be more. We have to be more popular. We have to be more engaging. We have to be and, and that word more brings a whole lot of pressure with it. But look at what Paul says here. When he says to be a conqueror, to be a winner, he doesn't say you have to be more, you have to do more, or you have to act more. He says you are more. That's your status through Christ. Nothing you have to do. Nothing you have to attain. It's something you are. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. What comfort that gives us for every situation in life. No matter what challenges await you as you walk out that door today or as you celebrate Memorial Day or as you go about your week, your status before Jesus doesn't change because of Jesus. Because he conquered, you are more than conquerors. Amen. And it's with that that, uh, joy,